mean, you've been putting in work for so long. Putting in a lot of work. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Putting in Work, episode 97 of the Interview Podcast on the 8-Bit Collective, powered by Audio Technica. I'm your host, John Peck, and this week we have Josh Beams on the podcast, the old mate Beamsy. I've known this guy since he was, I don't know, 10, 11 years old, and he's recently become a huge success in the world of Instagram and landscape photography. Beamsy's story is kind of crazy because it started off like he didn't have a background in photography and just kind of discovered a love for nature and capturing these moments, whether it was lightning storms or beautiful sunsets. And over time, just built up more and more skills in the area, getting better equipment over time. And you can really just see over his like social media accounts as, as being a friend of his, a progression in his love and interest in this art form. And it's got to the point now where he's a full-time photographer after a previous career in retail. And now he's shooting weddings. He does real estate contracting. And he's had his work featured by Qantas and Jetstar in the Herald Sun. Been printed in Nikon's My Nikon Life. He's done work for Phillip Island Nature Parks. He's attended events with Microsoft. He's doing all kinds of crazy stuff. And it all started with an iPhone photo that he took <laughs> down in Warrnambool where I grew up and worked at the newspaper for many years. And one of the reasons that I wanted to get BMC on the podcast was a couple of years ago, I was at a wedding. My best mate in high school, Smallsy, shout out to Smalls, but BMC was telling me about some of these photos and his experiences and hiding away from the rain and looking over, seeing like a wallaby in the bushes next to him as he was waiting for the storm to pass. And that story really captured my attention and it made me realize that for every amazing landscape or scenic environmental photo you see, there's a story behind it and an experience that only the photographer knows about. We just see the photo at the end of it, and it was really cool to talk to Beamsy in this conversation here, this interview, and hear some of those stories behind his most viral and well-known photos. So if you're a fan of his, you'll get to hear some of that coming up now, and uh, if you're not aware of Beamsy, well, you're going to find out a lot about the experience of getting your head around camera gear and the whole world of photography from an outsider, which is what he was at one point, and I think that you're really going to learn a lot. So, without further ado, here's Josh Beams. Enjoy the show. Thanks for joining me in the studio, Beams. Pretty good to have you. You're my first guest in the ah, space. Am I? We've known each other for many, many, many years. Look at you now, grown up, longer hair, long grown up. <laughs> so, I've been trying to get you on this podcast for a long time, but. You've run out of excuses. I don't have any more excuses. You've run out of. I've got you've run out of. A, my last ex- excuse was <laughs> exclusive events to be invited <laughs> no. to. And, but no, it's, yeah. it's it's good to pin you down. So why don't you start off by explaining to our listeners what you do, and I guess like the way that you would tell yeah. someone if you were meeting them at a party yeah. or something. So I am a stripper. No, I'm a landscape photographer and I also do property and weddings as well and some social media stuff, sort of Instagram and Mm. that's pretty much what I've been doing for the last, oh, like for the last two years, Mm. but the last six months is probably where I've sort of decided direction i want to go and you're just fully committed to it yeah it's sort of one of those things that you wake up and you only think about that that's cool yeah you never get that yeah you never get to have that i don't know well i haven't had that feeling yet where it's just like that's exactly what i'm doing and then yeah like oh probably a year ago i reckon yeah it's sort of just been like all right this is exactly what i'm doing i'd love to do it mm. full time and yeah recently i took it on 
full time. It's been good. Been yeah. incredible. That's awesome. <laughs> Living the dream. To be able to do something like that full time is just. I always admire when someone can pull that off because it's so hard. And you've kind of like you're what thirty now? Yeah, yeah. thirty. And you've had a lot of different jobs and places mm. you've been and mm. different, you know, yeah. retail and always, other, yeah, a lot of retail. Yeah, like from from bottle shop. You yeah. know, for years to re- retail, yeah. like clothing. So, being around people a lot, I guess that's sort of like, I guess with like weddings, for example, mm. it's good to be able to interact with people and retail and working alcohol and, you know, and all that yeah. with people all the time. It's pressure. And I love working under pressure. Yeah, I think that's actually why I got into weddings as well as landscape stuff. Yeah. yeah. And the interesting thing I think for you is that, correct me if I'm wrong, but you probably weren't always creative focused. Like, mm. Yeah. In high school, I don't know if you did art and photography, nah. anything like that. Nah. And then you kind of just... I did photography at school, but yeah. I didn't do well. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's one of those things that... I think it's because it's structured to a certain way. Yeah. And with... I don't know, that I see with other creative people, mm. like when there's structure around it, you can't break out and be what you want to be. Yeah. You're tied to these strings that... I guess like, some people can sort of let go of once they've finished a course or whatever, but I don't know. For me, it doesn't work like mm. that. Yeah, I need to find my own way with something. And so, like, when I was working at the newspaper, there was a couple of times along the way where things were starting to get bigger and more serious when you'd get a bit of recognition for a photo you took. But did it actually start with that lightning bolt photo that we printed in the yeah. paper that you just <laughs> took on your iPhone? It's so good. I can't believe that was nuts. That was crazy. So, what's that? What's the that was that like story? back. Yeah, so like back in 2000, I was like 2012, was it? Or 11? Sounds about right. Something about then. Yeah, I was just taking photos on my phone, as everyone does. During, and... a, during a lightning storm. Yeah, during yeah. a lightning storm. and All around that time, yeah. So I was taking photos and yeah, I managed to get a shot of a lo- like two lightning bolts coming down just off of, it's called Cannon Hill in Warrnambool, in my hometown. Yeah, and I was like, you know, shit, this is pretty cool. Like, I'm going <laughs> to post this. So I put it on Facebook and, you know, 2012, Facebook was pretty there wasn't much going on there yeah. And yeah i put it up and it went nuts like it went really well a lot of engagement and stuff on it which was really cool and from that point i sort of was like oh you know this is i enjoy i enjoy taking photos and obviously it's nice to get recognition for something that you know yeah. especially when it's something that you don't even understand what it is it just sort of yeah it just sort of becomes something yeah and then you guys took it in the stand and printed it and you know, it's a buzz. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, and because you know, it's like you find money on the street. It's like you don't expect it to come yeah. across and it happens. And yeah, so that was really cool. And that was pretty much, yeah, like I said, that's the that's the turn of the key, I think. Yeah. And then from that point, you know, I was just flat out on my phone taking photos and just, I don't know, just trying new things. And I'd never looked at any other photographers or anything like because it wasn't what I was into. It was yeah. sort of just like, at the time I was at the gym and, that was all I was really doing. <laughs> and then I guess I got another another lightning shot off the breakwater, posted that, and then a few more sort of just scenic shots and just around town. And yeah, a lot of people said you should get it, you know, you should get a camera. Mm. You should get a proper get camera, like a camera. proper camera. Like, yeah, yeah, your phone. Because people are like, you're taking that on your phone. I'm like, yeah, like I didn't understand that it was that big of a deal. Because <laughs> I thought it's just photo, like I didn't really understand. Which is funny now. Photo on your phone. Because like now the, the camera, the cameras on your phone are like so good so good man like it's crazy. and it was like an iphone 4 yeah. i think it was <laughs> or maybe 3g or whatever it is yeah. 3s <laughs> anyway um that was where it rolled and then i went into i don't know like harvey norman and brought a gopro and 
I was like, I'm going to get in the water. Because I, I, I actually, around that time, I, I got Instagram. And, you know, just followed all my friends and mm. posted random photos and whatever. Didn't think much of it. It's just like Facebook. Yeah, so I got a GoPro and then I started taking photos like in the ocean because with the ocean, no one's around taking photos. So I was in there just like, you know, this is really cool. I'd love to get a proper camera and, you know, one day I'd love to get some money and get a you know, proper camera and um, took some shots, put them on Instagram. And I had a couple of people like buy prints and I was like, they are, well, they asked. They are like, we'd like to buy this. From like, a GoPro. Yeah, from a GoPro. And I was just like, what? I'm like, really? <laughs> like, you serious? And then, um, yeah, a couple of people bought prints and I went to like just a local printer. I had no idea what I was asking for and... You're like, oh, there's money in this. Yeah, there's, yeah, well, there's money in this. It was, just, but it was like it was, you know, it was nothing. Yeah, it was weird. Actually, I found settings in the GoPro Four that were like night settings. I was sort of thinking about. It. I'm like, oh, well, I'll try and take some night shots with the GoPro, like, because I don't know, like, about quality, you know. Yeah. Anyway, so I got the GoPro. I went to the Woolston Bridge, which is this bridge in Warrnambool. An old, yeah, like kind of like a heritage listed yeah. Yeah. kind of bridge. Yeah, it's this white bridge with these little red knobs on them <laughs> but anyway so i went there late at night and i just set up my gopro just messing around like had a link to my phone taking photos and um just trying to get some stars in it and I don't know, whatever else didn't really know what i was doing and i got a photo of um like the milky way vaguely in the shot over the um over the bridge and i was like shit you know that's that's cool like i didn't know you could see the milky way like that with with a camera yeah and because I wasn't really looking at any other photos and any other photo that I saw that was blown at like crazy stars I'd be like eh it's not real you can't we don't see that yeah but then on the GoPro I was like hang on you can see more you know you can see these the detail in the stars and that yeah. more than what I could in my eyes and then anyway so I woke up in the morning I posted it on Facebook and that was actually one that was probably the turning point where I was like oh, I actually want to do this for a living like mm. I love to be able to do this for a living that went kind of nuts it went over a thousand likes just on my Facebook page which mm. is like blew me away I was like what the hell is going on that's so cool and then I sort of was like well I want to put more time into Instagram because that I reckon that's where it's all going because mm. everyone's posting photos on Instagram and so I just pretty much mostly posted on Instagram from that point on hashtag and then just mm. yeah just doing that so when you took that photo did you at that point understand about like exposure and like the nah. aperture settings like when, when did that when <laughs> yeah. did you start to kind of learn about those Grasp things it. and then how it actually works and yeah. you know the focal points and all that kind of stuff what happened was it was coming toward the end of that year where i post that photo and i was like oh, you know i want to get i want to get a proper camera and mum and dad were like, what do you want for this year for Christmas? 2015 or 16. Or, no, 2015, I think it was. I'm like, oh, I want to, you know, I'd love a camera. So like, look, we'll give you some money, put it towards a camera. And I'm like, oh yeah, that'd be, you know, that'd be awesome. And then around the same time, I saw my cousin post on Facebook, he's going to sell a camera. And it was like, sort of what I was looking for. Like a DSLR, you know, a proper camera, you could put lenses on it. And I was like, all right, didn't know what I was doing. So I went and grabbed that, uh, went to his house and yeah, I was just like, man, I want to play camera off yeah and he's like all right done so yeah deal was done so i had a camera no idea how to use it i had it on auto for like two months <laughs> it was just scary it was like 50 buttons on it yeah. compared to one iphone push button yeah. <laughs> so i yeah so i spent after not being scared with it i spent the next like six months probably of like really having a crack at it and learning like exposure and iso shutter speed and um, aperture and 
yeah, like depth of field and focus and like all that. Like mm. there's so much to it. There's so much to it. To go back and learn it, it's just yeah. a big thing to learn. Like it's a lot to learn, but you, you learn as you go. Yeah. So I'll just try little things and wouldn't work. I'm like, well, how the hell can I fix that? So things would be blurry or too dark or... Yeah. So was it like YouTube tutorials? Was it like... Yeah, it was pretty much... Blogs um, and stuff? Yeah, I guess, well, YouTube's... Everyone learns from YouTube, mm. like... So, yeah, I'd be like, my photo's too dark. How can I make it brighter? <laughs> you know, basic key searches. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, I found different guys that, so, you know, show you sort of different techniques and how to, how to get it right in camera. Because mm. in camera is the most important. You can put it in a program afterwards and play with it, but yeah. to get it right in camera, it's all, it's all there. So I spent that year just with a, um, I had a kit lens with it. I think it was an 18 to 200 or something like that. And... Yeah, I spent the year just shooting, you know, wide landscape to like zoomed into things and um, then doing night shots and yeah. And then there was one night actually I was out shooting Astro and I was at the, like the flume just in the Lady Bay and had the camera pointed out over the ocean. And I looked in the back of the, like after the, you know, 30 seconds show to come back on, I looked in the back of the LCD and there's all this purple and green in the sky. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> and then, like, I jumped on my phone and had a Google, and it was uh, the Aurora Australis. Oh. So I was like, what? So I went through and, like, I just, yeah, tried to get a pano of it. I don't know, I don't know what I was doing. I was just trying to fire <laughs> off shots, just trying to get as much of this, you know, this colour as I could. Went home and I was, you know, pumped out. Jumped on the computer. The first half of the shots were just blurry because mm. I mustn't have had a focus right. But anyway, I nailed it toward the end and I had it was all focused and stitched it together and it was this big aurora over the ocean. I was just like, like I'd never, I was like, that's just Norway that gets that. That isn't, yeah. that's not down here. <laughs> like what the hell? <laughs> yeah, so this is these green and purple beams of light. And then that, that kind of really opened my eyes to like, I've lived here all my life. Like, mm. and no one's told me about this. I've never seen this. So it yeah. sort of um, opened my eyes to, to look at things differently yeah. from that point. That's really cool because I've, I've seen in just like your posts and stuff, like yeah. your appreciation for nature growing as yeah. you've become a better photographer as oh, well, yeah. which is really cool. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I was only just talking about it yesterday to my girlfriend, like just, it's amazing how a camera can get you places as in like, I don't know, I want to go take photos of, I don't know, like a storm mm. and I wouldn't be in this situation probably, you know, chasing this, this storm if I didn't have a camera. I'd probably be further away looking at it. But yeah, it's been, the camera's been a good tool to sort of mm. push me into the environment and actually really appreciate it. And and at one point I brought a, um, a macro lens, you know, those really like lens that you can zoom right up yeah. close to. Yeah, I had that for like six months and I was taking pictures of bugs and leaves and, and I was learning about detail on leaves and the light, how it hits it. And that was one big learning like curves is sort of like, notice detail i guess which i'm still you know still learning about yeah that's really cool and just seeing like the instagram like you mentioned that that was a focus for you but seeing the followers grow into mm. like what like thirty thousand, like how many do you have now now's 30 yeah, yeah. just kind of crazy like stupid that's, <laughs> that's ridiculous it's crazy and but i mean there's people with millions and i'm like and because when you get to like i just just hit thirty thousand, mm. because i've sort of it's sort of just like it's a slow process and you got to you know, you've got to post a lot and you've got to be active mm. on Instagram. It's, it's but you would tough. have to learn about like the that side of it, like the marketing side of yeah. photography as well and how you got to put it out there and your hashtags and that kind of thing. 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah, hashtags, it's huge. People like, you know, in the beginning, I remember years ago, people were like, oh, don't hashtag stuff. Looks, you know, it looks corny. Like, yeah. It doesn't look right. Like, <laughs> but you're like, okay, like, don't you want to reach further than yeah. you, your audience you have? And that's how you grow. Why they have hashtags? Because mm. you want, want to look at ocean stuff. So you hashtag ocean. So you go and search o- hashtag ocean to look at photos of ocean. Yeah. And that's where your photo is. And I remember another time with the standard when I was working at the newspaper, we went and talked to you about oh, yeah. a photo that you had taken of, <laughs> was it Wind Farm? Or, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And the premier of the state, Daniel Andrews, shared it or something. And yeah. we went and talked to you about that. And I remember having a conversation with you and the photographer that came with me because we actually took your photo in front of the computer. Yeah. I think you put it on Facebook. Yeah. Um, and I remember having a conversation with you about like, letting people use your photos yeah and, and the yeah. photographer I, I was with was giving you advice like <laughs> don't don't do don't, it, don't do it. <laughs> like yeah. make people pay for it because you were i guess yeah. you were getting to the point where you're putting a bit of time into it and like yeah, you were asking cool. him a few questions about the craft of yeah, it because he's the he's the pro he's yeah. the one working for a paper that's right and even <laughs> though we were like using your photos in the newspaper like the lightning yeah, yeah he was yeah. like what are you doing like you, you want to get paid you, for this you, 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 it's always something i talk to people about on this show like when you're starting out, you kind of need to give stuff away for free. Mm. But then you, I guess you have to make a decision at a certain point, like mm. my time and my, you know, well, it's, it is, it's your time and yeah. your, your equipment are worth something and you need to start exactly. charging. And I, I but, guess, so I guess you can talk about both that moment with the premier of our yeah. state and having to make those decisions. Yeah. Well, I guess um, that whole thing started out with like, and this is a classic this is a classic thing of went to these wind farms and took these took, took this photo. One morning I woke up, I'm like, I want to post something today, you know, like I want to, I don't know, got to put something on Instagram, classic, got to Insta it. And then, um, so I posted this photo, which I would never would have posted unless I had something else and I posted it. Like what, you'd taken it earlier? Yeah, I took it like a week ago. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I just want to, you know, I just want to post something. So anyway, yeah, posted it. And I think it was like the day later. And I'm like, oh, you know, I've got inbox. Like, apart from my mates, like, you don't get inbox. I think at the time I had, like, 600 followers or something. And, I, and it said Daniel Andrews MP or whatever it says. Anyway, so I opened it up and I was just like, the hell's this? I thought it was a scam. I thought it was, like, a fake account. And I was like... And it said, hey, um, you know, we love your wind farm photo. We'd like to use it for... I think it was, like, a campaign to, to do with... Um, energy solar or energy. something, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I replied to him and I was just like... Yeah, it's sweet. Like, what can I lose by yeah. saying, you know, like, I'm, I'm, an, I'm no one. I just took a photo of a wind farm. I'm like, yeah, for sure. You know, definitely use that. And I was like, I'm so stoked you've seen it. Like, and, you know, it's, there's a lot of, when you hashtag wind farms, there's a lot of people yeah. um, that have put photos in wind farms. Anyway, so <laughs> I was just like, that's pretty cool. It was like picked out of the bunch. And then, yeah, and then it sort of rolled into um, that happening and it, they, they put it as their like their timeline oh, mm. what's it called timeline photo cover, cover photo, photo yeah. whatever you call it on Facebook and and then I got like my followers just grew like I got a couple thousand followers out of it it was nuts and then yeah and then you guys contact me <laughs> standard and it was like wait hang on and as far as like making people pay for them was that something where you from then started to think about it a bit more because you probably could have squeeze some money out of the premiere and if, yeah if so you really wanted to but well i had heaps of people around me saying oh how yeah. much did you get and yeah. you know like what are you what are you gonna charge and all that and i was just like i'm like what do you mean i'd pay to have yeah. you know i'd pay to have this <laughs> like you know and at the time like anything's like anything's good yeah. like and well, i didn't comes a point where that flips yeah and i didn't know anything about this sort of stuff mm-hmm. like it was at the beginning of people brands wanting to use you know your photos mm which is I'd never even thought. 
never really thought that to be a thing. I thought I'd just sell prints and that's it. I still stand by the whole, you know, like you look at the exchange and, you know, if someone wants something from you, mm. you know, if it looks like it's going to benefit you as well, like just yeah. give it to them. <laughs> so when, how do you make that decision though? Like, cause I imagine that there are people that might say, can you come take some photos and you'll get exposure? Like, and that's oh, something yeah, you hear all the time. That's a classic response from, um, from companies. Yeah. And I know you're probably we in the, you're, your you're, you're in the photography community now. So you probably, yeah. you probably see these kinds oh, of like yeah, memes so about much. it and like yeah. all the kinds of like blog articles and oh, people yeah. are probably really opinionated about it too. Yeah. Well, you've got, I mean, you got a whole, you got heaps of people that are still starting out doing photography. And there, and there's some freaks out there that are just starting. And you're like, how the hell are you taking these shots? And you've only been, you know, shooting for a year. Mm. But I guess because like tutorials and stuff now, like there's a lot more that you know you can learn in a short period of time. Yeah. So, but anyway, these kids are going out and they're they're quite happy to be given it because they're getting exposure. And the companies are saying, you know, you know, it's a good exposure. Mm. And yeah, it is. And every time you get that one kid doing it, that's a mass of these kids getting free exposure. Because they're getting their thing used, you know, a photo used or, mm. or music or whatever you do. So there's always going to be that battle. Like, there'll always be that. But for me to, kind of, like, I guess it got to a point where, like, I think once you grow bigger and more people see you, more people, like, people start seeing, you know, a photo they might want to use for, like, a cafe or something. Yeah. Like, oh, can we use this? Be, you know, put your name on it. And it's sort of like, I don't know, you, you start putting, because you put time and effort into it, you start putting value on your own mm. work and you kind of start being like, nah, it's, you know, I think it's worth more than that. Yeah. Um, that's good. That's like, you should, like, I think that's a struggle a lot of people have is like valuing themselves because they, mm. like, even if it's someone who draws or whatever it is, like, yeah. they have to get to a point where they're like, no, like, my time is valuable, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's the whole Daniel Andrews um, thing. That was, that was insane. Like, that, that actually was, that was this little start to be like, you know, I was just getting recognized for taking a photo. Like, mm. I don't know. It just feels like it just doesn't happen that often. <laughs> Not around you anyway. Yeah. Like, and for it to happen to you, it was pretty cool. Yeah. And so when did the, all the travel kind of starts come in? Was that um, something that you, cause you already love traveling that you just kind of incorporated or did you start to travel um, specifically to take photos? Because there's been some really amazing stuff you've shot in, whether it's in New Zealand or elsewhere, like, Travel came into it. I'd actually traveled a lot before I really got into photography. Like I've been to Canada and Europe, mm. both of those a couple of times in America and New Zealand. I'd been, I hadn't had, had a camera, like a proper camera. And then taking photos around like the Great Ocean Road and stuff like that. And once I'd sort of done that, I was like, geez, I'm hungry. You know, like mm. I want to, I want to get out and, you know, take some more shots of just, oh, not even that. I just want to see the world and, and, and enjoy it in a way that, yeah, I can now because I can actually. I don't. Know, I feel like I can visualize and see things better, and I can just absorb it. But I want to have my camera with me. But I mean, even before all that, like it was still the learning process of how do I take the proper photo. And mm. I had these. I would see something, and I'd take it. You know, on my on my camera that I brought at the time, which was like just the basic DSLR, and it wouldn't be right. Like it'd be grainy, and I'm like, what the hell? Like, is it me? So I eventually, um, I eventually end up selling that basic camera and getting yeah the uh nikon d750 and that thing was just insane like i take a photo and there's no grain i'm like oh it's just the camera i was using like it just i didn't realize that a full frame camera which is the d750 at the time i didn't realize how much improvement you can get from a full frame camera 
And yeah, and at the time I was like, well, who do I go with? Like, what companies? There's heaps of companies and your camera companies. And this was a huge decision that like determined a lot of things that have happened now. Yeah, so I ended up going with Nikon just because like the dynamic range is unreal. And yeah, I mean, the color in that is just incredible. So yeah, went with them, brought one of those cameras and using that for probably a year. And then I I kept thinking more and more, like, I just want to go overseas and take photos and, you know, but it's all money. It costs money. I'm like, well, maybe one day I'll have a job doing this and I'll be able to do that. Yeah. One day I was actually, I went down along the coast to shoot these big waves that come across the, like the Great Ocean Road. And I was down along there and all day shooting on all these big waves. And I was just like blown away by how big these waves can get. And Ended up all the way down in Lawn, and I'd only been in the Lawn a couple of times, pretty late. And I'm like, oh, I might shoot some Astro from Teddy's Lookout. So I ended up driving up to Teddy's Lookout, yeah, parking there and walking down. It's pitch black. Mm-hmm. Walked down to the Lookout, and you, you look out, and there's just the ocean. And you can see, like, this, this piece of coast that sort of juts out, and the road goes around it. Anyway, so I was up there and had the camera set up, and I started taking some photos and getting the settings right and all that. And then I wanted to get, you know, the car lights just going around because with a long exposure it just has this light and then i don't know like 15 minutes in i took another shot and i looked in it i'm like what the and there was this purple like glow and i was like is there an aurora tonight because there's apps and that you can use to see when there's an aurora um and after that first aurora i saw you know a year ago i'd been onto it like i'm like i want to see any aurora i can like yeah i seen it in there i was like no way there's an aurora so it's fired like a few more shots off um, and then it sort of just phased out and I went back through the photos and I'm looking at it going, holy shit, you know, like there's an Aurora and I've got like a car trail, like car lights trail going <laughs> around it. And I was like, that is unreal. Like I didn't know you could get it from this this angle. Yeah, I got home and looked on the computer. I was like, whoa. So I ended up posting it on Instagram the next day and then from that, it's probably from that photo, a lot of things just started rolling. Yeah, it just went nuts. Like I had... Um, one of the journalists from the Herald Sun contacted me wow. and they were just like, she was just like, hey, we um, we saw your photo and everyone in the room loves it. I'm like, you saw my photo? Like, what the <laughs> hell? And then I realized it actually got shared on Facebook on, it was Humans in Melbourne, so it's a big oh, Facebook yeah. page. Um, They shared it and I think, I don't know, maybe they saw it from that or whatever. And yeah, they were like, yeah, we want to, you know, we want to run it. We want to put it in the paper. And I was like, what? Serious? Like that's unreal like like in the paper they're like oh we don't know like you know there could be a world catastrophic yeah. event. a comet could hit the earth and yeah. you won't get in the paper yeah. <laughs> but yeah so i was like cool so anyway they called me back and i did I, they called me up and i did a um uh, like an interview it was strange it was weird <laughs> and then um it was like two days later i woke up and my inbox on my facebook was flooded and i was oh. like what the hell and i opened it up and it was a picture of it on the third page so it's like it's like the second front page (laughs) and it was like full it was just sitting there and i was like holy no what and i was like what the hell so i've like jumped out of bed ran down to like the local (laughs) milk bar (laughs) and um and i went in there and like i've just just opened it up and i'm like you're joking me like what the hell? With your name and everything. Yeah, yeah. with my name on it. and It's just crazy. Mm. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. So I brought all the... Co- oh, not all the copies. All the copies. Yeah. Okay, I brought every copy. <laughs> framed. <laughs> yeah, they're framed. Got it next to your, li- room, next like to your lightning bolt. <laughs> yeah. Kind of That's awesome. Yeah. So from there, like, it sounds like you had some amazing opportunities to work with, like, big companies. I think last week you were, like, Microsoft or something. Like, I'm guessing the Herald Sun thing was kind of... Uh, as, as much as there's been a lot of big moments along the way, it yeah. might have been the one that 
got you onto the um, radar of like yeah. the, the companies. Yeah, and definitely. Kind of yeah, so from the Herald Sun, um, that sort of rolled into rolled into other things that rolled into other things. Right. Sort of just you know, it's like a waterfall effect. Yeah. Not long after that, uh, one of the marketing guys from Nikon contacted me, inboxed me, was like, "Hey, you know, I've been looking at your stuff and I love your work. Um, I saw that photo that you took of the Aurora at T's Lookout." You know, we've got an event coming up in Sydney. Would you like to, be, you know, would you like to come to it? I got that email. Oh, I got that inbox. And I was like, what? And I'm like, no. And I looked at, like, this dude's account. And I'm like, you just, oh, you know, it looks, it looks like a legit Would you? Yeah. yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, well, I've got two kidneys. If I go to this thing, <laughs> well, you know, if I lose one, it's worth trying. Yeah. So, day came, flew out, landed in Sydney, um, got a hire car and just sort of cruised around for a bit until it started. It started at 12 and then I ended up getting to it's like i think it was like a red bull convention center or something and i'm getting there and there's not really many people around i'm sort of like yeah i've been stung like this this dude's like done a really good invitation and he sent it to me yeah and i was just like i'm gonna get robbed (laughs) (laughs) so anyway i went to this door opened it up and saw this big nikon logo and it's glowing and this lady comes up to me and she goes, oh, hey, how you doing? And I was like, yeah, good, thanks. She goes, oh, you're here early? I'm like, oh, am I? I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> oh, no. uh, <laughs> I didn't know what to say. Like, I was like, I didn't know this was a thing. And it is a thing. It's real. I'm not dreaming it. You went all that way not knowing if it was real. Yeah, it was sort of like, I mean, they sent an invitation and it seemed real, but I just still didn't really... It's like one of those things. Is it like just, an imposter syndrome? Like you don't, you think like there must yeah, be a I'm mistake. I'm not here. This isn't yeah. like this hasn't happened to yeah. me. Yeah. I see this, you know, happen to somebody else. Yeah, I walked in the door and the lady came up to me and she goes, "Oh, hey, Josh Beams," and I was just like, "Oh, I'm like, oh, no worries. Oh, that's pretty nice. <laughs> Probably the hair. My head's a my head's a dead giveaway." Um, she's like, "Hey, yeah, I was, you know, glad you can make it. Um, there's one of you, like there's a waiter over there, and you know he'll look after you." And I was just like, "Really?" And I'm like, "Okay." No worries. And so I went over there and got a beer and then um, just went and sat at like a, there's like, so it was set out really nice, like real fancy, these big, big Nikon logo and projections on the wall. And it was like dim lit, like it was really nice. And I'm sort of looking around, there's sort of like these curtains that you could kind of see through and you could see other part sections, but it was all closed off. And I was sort of like, just like, what is this? Like, I know they were releasing something at the time. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure I wasn't sure at the time of what it was. So it was a bit of secrecy around. Yeah, it was. Event. Yeah, yeah. And so I, so I was sitting there, and um, people started rocking up, and um, I just, you know, got up and, went and chatted to random people, and um, it was like one other dude that was from Torquay, and he looked like me, he's just like some <laughs> dude, <laughs> just with all these, um, all these other guys that were rocking up in suits and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, this is interesting. I went to him, I'm like, man, what, what is this? And he goes, oh, they're releasing. Um, I think they're releasing a new camera, like. Uh, and I'm like, all right, yeah, I figured it'd be something like that, you know, yeah. like one of the guys coming, he goes, hey guys, you know, thanks for coming, come through to this other section um, and, you know, we'll tell you what we've been up to or whatever. So we went into this other section and had like sort of a stage and we sat in there and it wasn't many of us, probably 30 of us, but it was a big stage. So it looked like there must be more people at other times or something. Mm. So I was like, okay, sat there and there was like a wedding photographer his name's Rocco he's like a freak he's unreal um, and then one of the top dudes from Nikon got up and talked about the D850 which is this you know, camera got released I think it was the end of 2016 yeah, yeah and we are just all blown away by it like the, how how good this thing was and I was sitting there looking around going what the hell am I doing here like <laughs> this is unreal this is incredible 
Um, and at the time, I actually just got back from New Zealand, so I'm looking at the camera, and I'm like, geez, you know, like, I would love to take this back, because it does time-lapse, and it does yeah. um, it does a lot of things, like in 8K, which is pretty impressive. And then they're like, look, we, you know, we want to want to give you a camera for a bit, and see so you go, like, yeah, see what you can do with it. I'm like, what? And they're just <laughs> like, yeah, you know. After that, yeah. I think it was like a month, and then I got an email saying, what's your address? We'll send you some documents, whatever. And anyway, so I got the camera and a lens and i was like whoa you know what are they five grand or whatever they are and it's just been released like just been released when i actually got it yeah i had it for three months and i was like i need to like <laughs> i need to have a good crack at this yeah. like i want to you know i want to do things with it that that can show this you know the ability of this camera hmm. the functions of it and so well I went, you've got it yeah yeah so i went I went off with it and there was actually a storm that come through Port Ferry and I had my big 70 to 200 f2.8 lens on this D850 and I sat like I set the camera up pretty much on top of my car trying to track this these bolts that were coming past this lighthouse and I sat there for like half an hour just hoping that it was going to eventually go behind the lighthouse so I could get a photo of the lighthouse and the yeah. lightning bolt and it started to like really slow down there wasn't many bolts coming through next thing bang this bolt come just like hit crack and I looked at the back of the camera and it's just got the lighthouse, which is like, I don't know, like three mil. It looks like a three mil lighthouse with this mm. massive, perfect bolt. It was just insane. And I was like, yes, yeah, this is what I wanted, you know. I want to be able to, I don't know, show that I get out there and mm. I don't know, get, a, get a photo with this camera and show what it can do. Because, yeah, yeah with a shot like that, um, I wanted to see what it was like to sort of crop in a little bit because um, it's got like 45.7 megapixels so it's huge so you think mm. of your phone it's like four times your yeah. phone yeah so i ended up um, getting that and a few other different shots like and then toward the end of it the end of like the loan when i had to give it back i was like i really want to go somewhere with this and it was um the friday before new year's and i was like you know what like i just want to go somewhere like i want to take this camera somewhere for a day mm. i'm like i just want to get away anyway like i just want to do something so it was lunchtime and I jumped on jumped on the computer and I had a look and I'm like, all right, Jetstar, what am I doing? I'm looking around on Jetstar and I'm like, I didn't know they fly to Uluru. Like, what the hell? And I'm like, Uluru. I'm like, yeah, done. So I just went and booked it, like booked Uluru for one yeah. day. <laughs> so the next day, that night, I, Friday night, I stayed at a mate's, drove down to Melbourne, flew out in the morning at nine. I think I got into Uluru at like 10 a.m. because you can sort of go backwards in time. Yeah. And yeah, I got there and I was like, right, oh, I've got the whole day here. Like I need to make this worth it. So I went out all day just shooting and just enjoying it. And then that night I shot some Astro and I <laughs> slept in the car. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> slept in the car and then I ended up catching the flight out the next morning. And then like going back to Melbourne and having New Year's Eve with my mates on the Yarra. <laughs> and like I'm walking around like looking at me because there's dirt on all the road. Like there's like... Um, <laughs> desert dirt in my shoes and I'm, pointing, yeah. I'm like oh, I got dirty shoes and I'm just like ah no I was in all the yeah. <laughs> no. but yeah I ended up getting home and posting that photo and it was like there was a photo of all the room with the astro and there's these like cool as um, like wildflowers these pinky purple mm. wildflowers that sort of lit by moonlight and yeah and, and Nikon saw it and they, they ended up sharing it on their Instagram and um, a few of the other shots and then it pretty much went from that to them wanting to do an article on their website it's on my nick on life so they get they have featured you know photographers from heaps of different types of um fields so yeah so they did they did a like a um an interview with me and yeah it did a pretty 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 cool piece on like me with a camera and 
you know, show them what it can do. Yeah, that's cool. So, like, whether it was your intention or not, it sounds like it's, like, one big photo and viral kind of post after another building on up and building up until, yeah. you know, you get more recognition, then you get invited to an event, you get to use a better camera that leads to a better photo. Yeah, it steps. Yeah. And I think... I think the thing that helped too, because that whole time, all I wanted to do was progress and learn and grow mm. and be better than, like I take a photo and post, I'm like, oh, I can do better than that. Like, mm. you know. And is it better for yourself or is it better because you want to build your well, social media? Like what's been the motivation? Bit of everything? Yeah, it's everything. Yeah. It's the whole core of it is yeah. the enjoyment of it. And to, just to, you know, to take photos and to show other people what I'm looking at, mm. I don't know, what I'm enjoying, what I'm going out and seeing and like to be able to share that. Yeah, it's sort of that fuels it. Mm. And then because you don't know what's coming next, so it's kind of like, oh, yeah. I'll just keep rolling and, you know, and, you know, it mightn't have anything pop up for ages and then something will come up like the Nikon thing. Yeah, that's cool. A photo is like a powerful thing because you can post a photo that can make someone go, where's that? Yeah. I, I want to go there. Yeah, well, I'm like it on Instagram and I yeah. see other people's stuff and I'm like, what the hell? Are, yeah. Where is this? And then they book it's a holiday insane. and then they have like a whole experience <laughs> in this place and they might meet people or whatever yeah. it is. And it's all because of a photo. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, it's really cool how that can happen. Yeah. And I guess like actually like well, Instagram over time building and building and building and trying to get better and looking at me old stuff going, oh, you know, I hate that. <laughs> I don't want to look at that anymore. Like... I want to be the iPhone stuff, the <laughs> iPhone stuff, GoPro stuff, and then, yeah, and then, then it led into the, into the basic DSLR, and and then you know, and then yeah, I keep I continue to try and grow. I'm always trying to learn and grow and be better than yesterday, and it's good for the brain, I think. Yeah, and it keeps me active. Like I'm always, I'm always out there. That's right. Like I'm never home. Me and my girlfriend, like I, I brought a car. So we had a car accident. Um, when was it? September, I think it was. And it was a head-on with another four-wheel drive oh, wow. just on the Gradation Road. And it was like, it was brutal. It totaled the car. Um, it wasn't my fault. It was their fault. You look and all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I? <laughs> you, <laughs> got, you got out of it. Unscathed. Unscathed, yeah. Nah, we, um, yeah, we were lucky with that. So totaled the car, ended up getting another car. But yeah, I've, so I've had the car for three months and I've put 18,000 Ks on it. <laughs> so I'm never home. <laughs> Always out there. Always trying to explore and just enjoy what even just what's around us here like mm. getting rained on a lot rained I'm on, going to storms yeah. yeah all that there was a photo you put up pretty recently yeah. where there was a wave and like shining blue light through oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. tell me about that one because that looked everyone says crazy. it like that shining yeah. blue light <laughs> the, the lightning lighted up yeah so i took a lightning shot re- recently um with and it had I don't know if anyone's heard of it. It's called bioluminescence. So it's an algae that when you disturb, it glows. And um, I'd seen it like in some posts, in some photos, I don't know, over the last couple of years. And I'm like, what, really? Like, does that exist? Like, it looks like glowworms, but in the water or fireflies or something. And I'd seen it on Facebook and it sort of ignited that thought of it. And I was like, that's right. I saw, you know, I've seen this before and, but it's, I don't know, it's been in America or something, wherever it was. Mm. But at that time when I saw it on Facebook, it was in Tasmania. And I was like, geez, I could fly down in Tasmania. I'd love to like just see this. Like, yeah. I don't even know how easy it would be to take it on a photo. I'd just love to experience it because it's just so strange. Like, nature is incredible. Yeah, and then within like the, a week, I was on Facebook and I saw some, like, I think it was like Destination Lawn or Gratian Road or whatever post um, that this algae had been sighted 
floating on the water because it's this red gooey looking substance mm. floating on the water attached below that was some people that actually took shots of the glowing water at night and I was like what I'm like geez I want to get there for that that'd be so cool like um, so I messaged my girlfriend I was like look I, there's this there's this bioluminescence and you know like I would I really want to see it like she's just so like cool. yeah whatever yeah, I'm like do you want to go like it'd be so sweet and she's like really cruisy she's like yeah like, and she's always keen to explore I went out chasing a storm with a couple other photographers from town and um, we, were, we were pretty bummed. We didn't get anything. Like It was just this really high cloud and it just didn't... There was no lightning or anything. And on the way back, I was just sort of like, damn it, like, I really want to get a storm. You know, I like, chased a storm for ages. It was fun, but I you know, didn't get a boulder or anything. And I was almost home and it sort of popped in my head and I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. The bioluminescence is in the lawn. I'm like, oh, well... I'll mess, you know, I'll, I'll call TJ. And so I called TJ and I was like, you know, like, let's, let's go to lawn tonight. She's like, yeah, okay, cool. So we changed, you know, changed our plans. And I got home, like pretty much when she got home and I picked her up and got to lawn and well, they're pretty early. So I got the drone up. I was just flying it around and, um, a couple of guys come over. Well, yeah, a group come over and they'll, you know, they'll, they'll, they were there for the same thing. They were from Melbourne. Well, like, yeah, you know, like we're talking about, we're trying to work out where it could be and we're looking up the coast and it was still light. Like, you obviously can't see anything yet. So we're sort of just mapping out where it could be. And it was getting dark and I, you know, I said to TJ, I'm like, oh, we probably should head off and, you know, try and find this. And this other, this other couple were like, oh, you know, we're going to head off as well. And they just gave us our number. We, we exchanged numbers just in case whoever saw it, mm. saw it, let us know. Yeah, so we went up to the car, drove down the coast and we kept looking out the window and it was dark by this time and we're looking out and there's just nothing. It was just like waves and it was kind of calm but yeah, it was just waves and we got about five minutes out of lawn toward melbourne and um we came around this big bend and right around this big bend we looked down over the ocean and there's this wave peeling and it's just glowing blue <laughs> yeah like glow stick blue like blue blue yeah. lightning blue electric blue yeah. blue yeah, we're just like, I'm like, holy shit, like, what the hell? And, like, my girlfriend's, like, out the roof. And TJ's like, what? And we're just, like, foaming over this, like, this glow in the water. And we just come around this, like, into this park and we pulled in. We just, like, ran out of the car. We're just, like, I got my hand on my face. Just like, what the hell? And it's just, yeah, it's just this blue glow in the water. Like, these little electric shocks going off. And we just couldn't believe it. And I'm like, oh, God, I know, you know, like, I want to find somebody to be able to take a photo of this. And it was kind of out pretty far. Um, it was on like the back waves. So we jumped, like ran back to the car and we drove down a little further and we still see it was whole glowing in this whole section. So we just pulled up at this sort of in the middle of this beach and just sort of like jumped out of the car and ran down. And um, yeah, we just stood there watching these waves just break and it was just like glowing blue. You got to YouTube this thing. Like it mm. is insane. And it's the color that you see on YouTube. I always yeah. thought it would just be you know, blown out blue and it's not yeah. really how it looks. It's and... like superhero electric powers blue. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like that. It's exactly like yeah. that. So, yeah, we sat there and just, we, we just watched it and I had I had my camera bag and all that so I set it up and uh, I was just taking photos and it was just like this line of blue sort of with the waves and next thing like we see, oh, I see out on the horizon I see this little bolt come down. I was like, no way. Like the storm's like, because it's stormy but it did, like we didn't see lightning all day so it wasn't even my thought process. Mm. Um, so his bolt, I was like, did you see that? And she's like, no. Nah. And then it happened again. She goes, oh, what? And then I was like, it'd be cool if I get, you know, lightning and bioluminescence. That'd be unreal. And then within 10 minutes, like this big bolt struck, struck down right uh, to our left. 
And we, I, I turned the camera, I'm like, oh, God, I hope it happens again. Like, it'd be so cool. And it didn't happen, so I'm like, oh, all right. So I tilted it back straight out, looking out to the ocean. And then, yeah, this storm from, like, well, part of the storm on our right started to go off. And it just started to creep slowly across. And it was just, mm. like, coming into frame. So I had, like, I got a few shots of it coming into frame. And it sort of, you know, and I was trying to get my settings right because to, to balance it all out was... It was kind of difficult and I was trying to focus it, the, the actual camera on like a lighthouse and, you know, trying to get it all right. And and then, um, yeah, this bang, this shot, this lightning bolt just struck down right, you know, just in front of us. And the waves had been glowing, you know, the whole time. And I was just like, holy shit, you know, like what the hell? This is in, this is incredible. Like, And after that, I sort of took a couple more and I just sort of, we just stood there and just enjoyed the, the next 20 minutes of this, this show, this lighting show. And it was just insane. And then, yeah, I got to the car and got home and got on the computer. And I just looked at him and I was just like... You got it. You're, you're joking. Like, yeah. what the hell? And then the next morning I woke up and I had it on my phone like to post it. And I, I showed my girlfriend. I was like, do you reckon, like, can you see the blue? And she's like, what do you mean can you see the blue? She goes, of course you can see the blue. I'm like, <laughs> well, people understand, like, because it's... You, I didn't really know much about it. And, yeah. and I was like, well, you know, I'll try and explain the best I can. And yeah, I posted it and... Yeah, it just went crazy. It was, it was insane. It's so cool because it's so close to where you've grown up. Yeah. And I've never seen it before. That's yeah. really cool. It's just crazy. Yeah. And I love that like you've got all these shots and every one of them has a story behind it like that. That's a really cool part of it. Yeah. There's, so there's one more. There's one more <laughs> shot. <laughs> that um, that was like probably another, yeah, probably another one that just blew me away. I was in, I was visiting the folks in Tasmania, the parents in Tasmania. I was, it was like the, the second last day and I looked at the Aurora forecast and it said that, you know, there's potential to be one tomorrow night. And I was just like, perfect. Because Tasmania is like the best to experience the, the Aurora Australis. Yeah. So I sort of looked at, looked at the weather and it's going to be cloudy. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I could just stay and risk it and hopefully the cloud opens up and, you know, because it's really intense down there when it's this type of, you know, this level. Anyway, so... I was like, I'm, I'm going to stay a couple more days and try and capture this from the, you know, try and capture this from from the shore. Anyway, the weather closed in that night and I was just like, look, I'm just going to keep the flight. So I ended up keeping the flight, got to the airport and jumped on the plane. And I thought, I wonder if you can see it from the plane because it's going to be super strong. Like yeah. there's, you know, there's so much cloud and all that and we'll be above that. I was like, well, I don't know, like hopefully I've got the window seat. So like <laughs> got on the plane and yeah, window seat. And I'm like, hopefully it's on the left side of the plane. It was on the left side of the plane. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I took a seat and we took off and it was just pouring out rain. And we broke through the cloud and I looked out and there's still a little bit of sun set on the horizon so you couldn't really see much. And I'm looking as far south as I could because the plane's sort of going off on that, you know, that sort of angle. So I looked out there. I sort of had the shade half down because I was like, I don't want to get excited because what, it, you know, like, just, we'll see. So I'm sitting there and I pulled my camera out and I put my lens on because I usually always have my camera with me. I open up the shade and I sort of looked out. I can see this, like, slight glow on the horizon, like, just with my eye. And I'm like, well, all right, I've got my, I think I had a 14 mil on my camera, so it's super wide. So I was like, all right, if I push it up against the glass and just keep it steady, the plane, like, there's no turbulence, so the plane was pretty still. And it's super wide, so any movement, you can barely notice it. Hmm. So I did like a, like a three or four second exposure at a really high ISO. And I've like took like five shots. And then I you know, pulled the camera down, it was just blurry. I couldn't see anything. So I'm like, oh, damn it. So I must have knocked it when I put it against the glass, did it again. It's fired off a few shots. I looked down and there's just this green, purple, like band of color 
in the sky with like the hint of a sunset and I was sitting there just shaking like <laughs> you are joking looking around the plane no one knows what's going on yeah. like they're just everyone's just sitting there you know eating watching everybody. modern family yeah watching modern family exactly <laughs> <laughs> and then I leaned across to this this chick that was next to me I was just like this is happening right now and she just like she looked at me really weird like this, this guy with red dreadlocks just like <laughs> too excited Talking like, to way him. too excited anyway I had the camera there and I showed her and she's like She's like, no way, no way. She's like American or yeah. something. That's the worst American accent. <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> it's like Canadian. Anyway, so she looked at the she looked at the camera. She's like, what? And then I was like, yeah, do you, you want to come down and have a look? She's like, she's trying to reach over and she could just see the tip, the edge of the, like the glow of what I was sort of saying. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, that's like the furthest way down. So she reached over more, like she leaned over more and she could just see what I could see, which is probably half what the camera, like the camera could see double yeah. what we could because it was wider lens. And she's just like jumping it. Like, she's like, what? And I'm just like, yeah. I'm like, what the hell? So I'm like, I went back up there because in the first few shots, there was like reflection from inside the cabin. So the next shot, I went up and put my jacket over and I was like, took right. a couple of shots and um, <laughs> blacked it all out. And anyway, yeah, so that, that shot was just insane. That was like a, a classic example of just like, it ended up being kind of gut feeling. Like, mm. I, like I mean, it could have cleared up a little bit in Tassie and I could have shot it from the ground and, and all that, but. Yeah, just it's the right time, right place. Mm. And it was just insane. And um, It was like the plane landed and you're like, well, I, re- I already got the shot. The plane so landed and I was leave. like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, oh, what the hell? Like, And only like a year or so before that, I didn't even know it existed, yeah. let alone getting a shot out of a plane, That's cool, which man. was pretty cool. That's rad, man. And what, when was the decision? Like, I know recently you've like launched a website, which is really cool. You've, you've mm. made it very official that you're... A photographer now. You've got yeah, wedding have... business. You know, you're selling prints. When did you say I'm not going to work in a shop in retail anymore? I'm just going to do this because that's going to make me money and I'm going to be happy doing it. Well, it was over a period of months. I sort of just was like, my mind was just in photography, yeah. and that was pretty much. I just sort of like mentally pulled back, and I was like, no, nah, I need to take this on, you know. Um, and it all just came to a point that I was like, right, mm. let's do it. Built the website. Yeah, I've got. Uh, eight or nine weddings i think i got nine this year coming oh well, this yeah this summer. This summer cool congrats on, on the business that's pretty cool yeah um what would you say has been the hardest point of getting to here because you've mentioned a lot of things you've had to overcome whether it's like not being happy with your gear not understanding mm-hmm. how to use your gear then not believing in yourself necessarily to how other people see you yeah. so what's been the hardest thing the hardest thing is probably self-belief i reckon these things happen, they're coming along and like, um, you know, you get recognized by certain people and companies and that. And But it's still the whole, I don't know, am I good enough? Like, is it really, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Like, I'm, I just, I'm, I always doubt myself. But I think that's also kind of a fuel because it's like, no, well, I, sh- I need to be better. So it pushes me to be better and, and I just try new things. There's so many people who've been doing this their whole life basically mm. it's like the whole adult life or whatever it is and they might have gone to university to do what you're doing but you taught yourself how to do it and you yeah like, you can like literally go i don't know if you've deleted stuff but you can go back and look through your yeah you know, social media feed I've and be like oh you can, things, but- <laughs> you can literally see the progression over years which yeah, is oh, yeah. pretty cool and i like to leave that there because i like to look back at it and yeah. be like oh yeah that's cool like it's yeah. cool to see you know where i once was and i was trying i was trying to be you know trying to do different photos and i was trying to do different perspectives mm. and stuff but and it's good to see now that i'm still trying to do the same thing but i don't know i've just yeah. definitely um gotten better with it and it's cool to see like 
your whatever skill level you're at, it doesn't really like you don't have to have certain equipment or certain things to do well. Because even going back to the stuff you're doing on the iPhone at that time, like yeah, you still, you were, you were getting really you still you know, get recognised. Yeah, like you were getting oh for sure, and especially you, now with phone cameras, yeah. like. You but you were getting the, the same buzz yeah. relative to oh, where exactly you were at that right. point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's it still the same, you know, fun factor. Yeah. It's just now you can sort of just go to, you can do, I don't know, you take photos in different environments and mm. like night and it's so, incredible. So what's your advice to people who want to be landscape photographers that maybe they're way back at that starting point you were at where they're just taking photos on their iPhone and yeah. they don't know how to get it recognized or they want to build up to... to use better equipment and that kind of thing the best thing you can do is obviously find what find the style of if you're doing photography find the style of photography you want to do you know have a go at it Give, it's not going to happen straight away to like learn it and you know be mm. happy with it you'll probably never be happy with it I'm still not entirely happy with with my photos but yeah. and there must be nights where you go out and you go home and you're like I didn't get anything that oh man <laughs> and to people like it's been shots that have that I've shot over the period of time that they're like, how are you there for that, you know, that thing, you know, that moment? And I was like, yeah, it's because I'm always out. <laughs> like, there's the thousand, you know, there's a thousand times I've gone out in between those shots that you get nothing. Yeah. But I guess, like, having that drive to enjoy nature and to get out there and, you know, experience different different environments mm-hmm. and be there, you're going to be there to take the photo. Yeah. If you're there mentally so as well. So, people need patience as well. Yeah. Big thing. Patience is huge. Yeah. Now, my last question for you, yep. Beamsy. If you could do anything and know that you wouldn't fail, what would you do? Do if I could do anything and know that I couldn't fail, what would I do? You know, you're when you're a kid, and you jump off, you jump off like the I don't know the barbecue set to try and fly. Yeah, that, but yeah. not fail to fly. <laughs> just around the backyard. <laughs> yeah, just around the backyard because I don't know how long this no no fail lasts for. <laughs> Uh, it's probably yeah oh, yeah flight fly. I love to fly man that's yeah. so good well as well, you a want kid, to take I, photos as a kid I did flying lessons yeah you did yeah. too yeah, yeah I remember that yeah. you remember that still, can you still fly uh, if it came to like the end of the world situation <laughs> yeah. I probably could I'd remember a few things if a plane's going down does anyone know how to fly <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah have you ever thought about taking photos from you know ch- getting a plane up chartering the plane doing it like that we're well, yeah. on a drone now so yeah Getting yeah, into that. Yeah. yeah, I love I love my drone. It's just it's it's amazing to see a different perspective mm. of the planet. What's it's crazy. If we can apply that question to like photography, is there like one place or one event that you wish you could photograph? Mm. Or capture like a moment that's really hard to get? Yeah. There's even just a few sunsets like that from the air. Because it reflects on the water so well. Yeah. From the air would just be yeah. There's a few sunsets that yeah that I've shot from the ground that mm. I'd like to shoot in the sky, but otherwise, it's, that's hard because when you get a drone up, yeah. it's a completely different world. Like yeah. it's, you could live somewhere for twenty years, like I have, and all thirty years, and it's just it's when you get a drone up, it's a completely different place. It's really cool, and I think that's a bit one of the best things about owning a drone is yeah. new perspective. And that feeling of flight, the feeling of being the kid that wants to jump mm. off and off a not fail at flying. <laughs> yeah. nice, well, thanks for coming all the way up to Geelong and chatting and sharing your stories. It's That's all right. been really cool to just slowly watch the, you know, hobby turn into a career. And uh, now that it's full time, the sky's the limit, I think, thanks, quite literally. We'll see. <laughs> 
thank you for listening and thanks to Audio Technica. That was Josh Beams, who you can find on Instagram at Josh Beams, B-E-A-M-E-S. His website is joshbeams.com and his Facebook is Josh Beams Photography. If you enjoyed the podcast, it would be awesome if you could leave an iTunes review or a five-star rating. It goes a long way to helping the show get the word out there. All of that over at 8bit.net slash P-I-W. That's A-T-E-B-I-T. And that is where you can find the rest of the awesome podcast content from the 8-Bit Collective. If you'd like to follow me, I'm on social media at Jono himself. And until next week... Keep putting in work.